It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, all good things must come to an end. The Magic's win streak is over, but we learned a lot about this team. Continue to learn a lot about this team. And there is a lot to grow from, even in defeat. It's time to break it all down. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is December 20th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Magic finally get got. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks able to defeat the Orlando Magic 126-125. to 125. What we learned from a team that struggled uh, a little bit uh, in this one, struggled a little bit to... Uh, kind of find the footing that built their win streak and then made a furious rally that just makes you believe all over again. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. We knew the Magic were going to lose. Let's 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 just let's just put that out on the table first. Um, I'm I'm, I'm sending optimistic because I, there's a lot of things I really liked about this game and and a lot of the things that I liked about the way the Magic played. And we're gonna dive into some of those here, but we knew the Magic were going to lose. Um, Paolo Bancaro uh, was among the players, kind of priming everyone for uh, for this eventuality, and and we're gonna talk about what comes next at the end of the show here. But he said we're not gonna win 70 games in a row. You know, it's going to happen. The NBA schedule's brutal. Our schedule losses, and maybe you could argue this was a schedule loss uh, to some extent. The Magic playing a back-to-back. Boston to Atlanta. Yes, a 3 o'clock tip to a 7.30 tip, so a lot of time to get ready. Um, they had played games Friday, Sunday, Monday, and then another game Wednesday. Wednesday. So they've had some games that have been pretty that tired. They looked a bit slow defensively. They weren't on their spots. They weren't sharp. Uh, attacking pick and rolls, they they just look look st- look slow and and you know for the first time really in this win streak the Magic were chasing. Um, you know I I, I I give the Magic a lot of credit and I've talked several times 
throughout this win streak about what's been really impressive is how the Magic beat back runs. They took a lead, uh, and they never maybe got it out to 15 points, or they got it out to 15 and never, it kind of stayed there, and then the other team would come back, come back, and they they, they throw, throw it back out. This game was kind of the opposite. Orlando fell down by, by, by a little bit. They kept trying to climb back in. They go back down 12. They climb back to get it to four. Uh, and then Atlanta would zoom ahead, would zoom back ahead. So Orlando was chasing, and, and that can be tiring in and of itself. So not only are you dealing with a team, you know, dealing with a little bit of fatigue perhaps, dealing with the back-to-back fatigue, and you got to learn how to play through that. So that's not an excuse, but the Magic were not as sharp as they've been over the last week. Atlanta's pick-and-rolls really killed them. Um, you know, they, they weren't turning the ball over, so there was at least that, and they were making enough shots to just kind of hover around there but with three minutes to go, Trey Young hit a three that put Atlanta up 12. And, and that felt like the death knell. Um, I work at a TV station. I was cutting these highlights. When he hit that three, that's when I started to work. That's when I started to like kind of break down the game and say, okay, these are the highlights that we need to show. This is what this is what this this is the story of this game. And Trey Young, of course, got a technical foul. He was jawing with Mo Wagner, as one does. And then the Magic started to kind of percolate. Then the Magic's defense started to lock in. And for three minutes, and Orlando essentially only played three minutes of defense in this game. That's that's the scary part. They only played like three minutes of solid defense in this game. And that put them on a 13-2, put them on a 13-2 run to end this game. The Magic, with the intensity and fire of those last minutes of your backs are against the wall, played with the energy, intensity, and fire they needed to play throughout the game to win this thing. They got stops. Kevon Harris deserves a ton of credit for his defense on Trey Young. On back-to-back possessions late in the game, after the Magic had kind of climbed back into it, he got huge stops. Just great defense on Trey Young. Didn't foul him, which is always the most important thing when you're facing Trey Young. Uh, contested shots. Magic dug out the rebound. Like, it was just great stuff. That, that like, Kevon Harris is a hero in this game. And, and, and you know, I know a lot of people have been harsh on him throughout his, throughout the season. But he's done some really good things. And I see why the Magic wanted to bring him in on a two-year, two-way deal. Uh, but the Magic built this run uh, because of Paolo Bancaro, who hit some big shots. Uh, Franz Wagner getting a steal, getting a basket, then a steal and another basket. Um, Markel Fultz just zooming up and down the court, getting wherever he wanted. Um, you know, the Magic looked like they were fading in that fourth quarter, but they took that timeout with three minutes to play. The free timeout, I believe it was. Um, if you don't know what the free timeout is, uh, the, the uh, each team t- team's timeouts get reset to two at three minutes. Uh, so if you have a third timeout, you'll typically see teams spend it right before that three-minute mark or because they lose it if they don't spend it. So it's a free timeout. Um, but that's that's why I call it a free timeout, at least. Um, but Markel Fultz was zooming up and down the court. He hit uh, a really, you know, uh, uh, the Magic were down by down by one. They get a great stop. They inbound the ball to Markel Fultz on a dead sprint from the backcourt. He gets all the way to basket and finishes underneath the rim. Just a, just a fantastic a a fantastic play call and play design by Jamal Mosley, and B just a great finish from Markel Fultz. But, you know, again, the Magic waited too long to make their run. Like, if the Magic had played with this kind of fire and, and, and precision earlier in the game, they would have won. I mean, I think even Dante Marcatelli on, on the Valley Sports Florida broadcast said it that way, too. And so the Hawks, re- the Hawks still had their chance with three second, with about four, three, four seconds to play. 
They inbound the ball to DeJounte Murray. The Magic do a great job defending it, except Paolo Bancaro jumps just a little too close to DeJounte Murray. There is contact. We'll wait to see what the last two-minute report says. I suspect they will confirm the call. Um, Very minimal contact, but contact nonetheless. DeJounte Murray goes to the foul line, makes the free throws, and the the streak is not over at that point. There's still a second left, but uh, the Magic are unable to get a shot off. Paolo Bancaro just takes one too many dribbles before he hoists a three and went off the back iron anyway, and the Hawks win 126-125. to Like I said, I applaud that effort from the Orlando Magic. A 13-0 run in the final three minutes of the game uh, to take the lead after they were down by 12. Um, I noted this uh, on, on Twitter. This is the kind of comeback that has happened to the Magic a million times over the last decade. Um, so I, 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 if, I, if I sound very optimistic and rosy, after a loss, it's because, A, this is a young team. <laughs> They're going to make mistakes. They, they, they might be a little high on the hog here a little bit. But what I saw was what I saw Monday night was the Magic didn't have their best stuff. The Magic weren't locked in. The Magic, the Magic again, like they were Sunday, weren't doing the things that they typically have to do to win. They got outscored in the paint. They got out-rebounded. They, they got out-free-throwed. Those are things that are just essential for success for this Magic team, and, and, and the Hawks took the lead because of all those things. And the Magic just were not locked in defensively. It was the worst defense that, the, I mean, uh, the, Atlanta, the first Atlanta game was also really bad, but the Magic had a 50-point quarter to kind of buoy them uh, out of there. But, you know, this Hawks team just may be a really bad matchup with their pick-and-roll defense until Wendell Carter comes back, who's a really good pick-and-roll defender. The Magic, I looked it up uh, before the game, have the fourth-worst pick-and-roll defense against the roll man in the entire league. Uh, so... There are things that this team needs to sharpen up. And, 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 you know, again, who knows? Maybe the Magic did take advantage of some really favorable matchups here uh, to build this win streak. But, you know, you take everyone as they come. Orlando, why I'm optimistic, though, is because despite all this, Orlando kept fighting. And you can say, yes, they need to be better defensively. I think the team would say that, too. This Magic team kept fighting. They kept grinding. They kept going. There was no quit in this team, and that's how you make the kind of comeback the Magic made. Now it's understanding that, okay, we've got to get our identity set. We've got to be who we are every time. And that's really the key here. That's, I think, really, really the key for this Magic team is they've got to have their identity set. They've got to know who they are. They've got to know what they're trying to do. And they've got to do it. Um, and, 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 and again, something that I think they've learned is even if they don't have two or three of those elements, they could still compete at a high level. They could still put themselves in a position to win the game. Look, they're going to lose eventually. And it's better to lose on, in a close game than in a blowout. But they were going to lose eventually. And, we, you know, honestly, if you watch this team, you could sense it was coming. There's some things that have been slipping. And so now we're going to talk a little bit later on the show about what comes next. And of course, what comes next is, now that the streak's over, you got to do it again. You don't have to win six in a row, but you have to make this a, you know, you've won six of six of nine. You got to make this a, you win 11 of 15. And that's the next step for the Magic. That's what the Magic have to learn next. This was a poor game in isolation because the Magic's defense did not perform up to snuff, did not perform up to the level that we've become accustomed to during this win streak. But this was an encouraging game in that we saw this team fight. We saw this team have the will to win 
And we saw this team nearly pull a game out of its ass, which only good teams can do, by the way. We're going to go through the final box score here for you real fast, and then we will chat a little bit more about what comes next for the Atlanta Magic. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Taro. Taro is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Taro, you can book any car you want, whenever you want it, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Test drive that new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on to see how it fits your everyday life. Many Taro hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance, so terms, conditions, and exclusions will apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at taro.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Make sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're going to run through the final box score real fast, and we'll chat about what comes next for the Orlando Magic because this is an exciting time, I think, for for the Magic, and we'll see exactly how mature they really are. But let's go through that final box score for you real fast as the Orlando Magic fall to the Atlanta Hawks, 126-125. to 125. Uh, Like I said, the defense was the big issue, so we're going to start there. Yes, Trey Young, 37 points, 11 for 22 shooting, 3 for 7 from deep, 12 for 12 from the foul line. That's that's just a Trey Young stat line. The number that kills you there are 13 assists. Um, he was getting the ball wherever he wanted. The, the, the Hawks put seven players in double figures, uh, DeAndre Hunter had 16, killing them, killing the Magic again. DeJounte Murray had 17 on 7 for 18 shooting. A.J. Griffin off the bench with 19.7 rebounds. So the Hawks got scoring from everywhere, and Orlando just really, really struggled to stop them and to slow them down. Um, it was just it was just not good. Um, and, you know, again, Atlanta shoots 51.1% from the floor, 37.5% from beyond the arc. They're 12 for 32. Look, Orlando matched that. They were 12 for 34 from deep. So... This game was not lost on the three-point line, as many of the Magic's games have been. This game was not really lost on the offensive glass, six offensive rebounds. This game was not lost with turnovers. It was just lost simply because Atlanta hit a bunch of shots. And look, they went cold down the stretch, and that's what enabled Orlando to get back in the game. The Magic's defense just wasn't locked in. Just Everything was just a step off, and, and really, defense is that narrow. Where if you're a step off, if you're just a little bit late, that it, it, it ruins the whole thing. It ruins the whole game. It doesn't matter how good your defenders are. It doesn't matter how good your defense is. If you're just a step off, it ruins the whole thing. And, and that's what happened in this game. Orlando was just a step off all night long. And 
that's how you end up with this kind of result. That's how you end up uh, with this game the way it, way it does. Now, again, the Magic fought really, really hard. Um, they didn't have their best stuff, and they were just grinding and grinding, grinding. There's, there's a term in golf called grinding out pars. Um, and when you're a pro, all you're trying to do when you just you don't have your shot and you're not making the kind of shots that you need to make to score, you're just trying to get par just to stay afloat, just to stay above water. Um, limit and ma- minimize the damage. And, and, and that's really a great approach and a great mindset to have is like, look, we don't have our best stuff. So we just got to... We just got to do whatever we can, use every trick we can to just stay above water until we get that rhythm back. And this is a great, this game is a great example of exactly how the Magic do that. Again, I would argue that is a huge sign of maturity. I would argue that that is a sign that this team gets it, that, you know, that this team can face adversity and come out on the other side playing well. And and I think that's, again, that's a that's a really important skill to have. Like I, I have to mention that that is a really important skill to have, and so I, I think there's a lot to be hap- a lot to be happy about. There's a lot to be disappointed about too. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be totally op- totally happy and optimistic. It's a loss. A losses suck. Um, but this this was a game when the Magic, you know, really I, 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 this game could easily be, you know, last year earlier in the year, this would have been a 20, 25 point loss. Um, you know, this this. This is a game where the Magic just wouldn't didn't didn't have it, and I think may have crumbled, especially late. Um, it, it allowed it, you know, maybe kept it close, but allow Atlanta to pull ahead. This is a game where Orlando just kept fighting, kept grinding, and then finally found that little pocket and really hammered them when they found it. So, you know, I, I think we're I think we could see that when the Magic are doing the right things, when they are playing well, they're they could be a really destructive force. They could be really dangerous, and they were locked in defensively in Boston over the weekend, and we saw what they could do against a good team like the Celtics. They weren't locked in in this game. They struggled. They were climbing uphill. They were fighting. They were grinding, and finally they found it, and then we saw what they could do very, very quickly, actually, too. So, again, I I see a lot of positive signs, and we'll get into what all this means coming up here in a moment. But first, Markel Fultz, 24 points, 11 for 19, shooting 2 for 3 from deep, 6 rebounds, 9 assists. Just a, a fantastic game for Markel Fultz. He hit the big shots at the end of the game. Uh, but he was really just good at controlling the pace. There were a few times where the pace of this game was a little frenetic uh, with both teams missing shots on both ends. And Markel was the guy that would slow things down, kind of get everyone organized and get them a good shot. Um, that, you know, that's why Markel Fultz is there. That's why the Magic had Markel Fultz. And, you know, he had the hand tonight. He was going, or he had the hand on, on Monday night. He was going for it. He was getting his shots and, and was just playing really, really well. So a fantastic game from him. Paolo Bancaro, just 18 points, 7 for 15 shooting, 7 assists for him. Uh, if you're watching, you will see this. Uh, teams are loading up on Paolo Bancaro. Teams are really, really loading up on him. Anytime he catches the ball underneath the free throw line, he is seeing a double team. He will often see three players kind of focused on him with a safety kind of behind them to create a little bit of a wall. Um, he is going to have to learn how to pass out of that. And in this game, he passed really well out of it. Found uh, Did a drive, found Markel Fultz in the corner for one of his threes. Had another play earlier in the game where he had the ball at the elbow. Defense was starting to load up on him. Markel Fultz went to the space that was opened up by it, beat his man. Got got a really nice bullet pass for an easy layup. Uh, Paolo's, Paolo is a willing passer. And I think, again, that was what surprised us most in Summer League. That's what's going to surprise us most here. He is getting much more comfortable making those passes and making those reads. And so... I wouldn't surprise me if we see his scoring dip a little bit. This was his first time not scoring 20 points in seven games. Um, I wouldn't surprise me 
if his scoring dips a little bit and we see his assists go up as, as teams start to adjust how they defend him uh, and how to slow him down. Um, again, the big thing, Paolo didn't get to the foul line in this one. Three for four shooting from the foul line. Orlando's still with 25 free throws. They still shot more free throws in Atlanta. Uh, Trey Young had 12 of the Magic's, uh, of the Hawks' 20 free throws. So you know, only 17 personal fouls in this game for Orlando. So that that is a very good sign for this team as they've struggled defending without fouling. But again, just very little resistance at the rim, very little resistance in the paint. Um uh, in, in this one, just everything was just a step off. But Paolo, this again, eighteen point seven assists is a bad. Paolo, okay, like let's 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 be real. Um, the shooting's gonna come. The shooting is coming. The scoring is always gonna be there. It's finding different ways to contribute, and, and I think Paolo is starting to do that more and more and more. Franz Wagner, he's the guy that's really struggling right now. Nineteen points, six for eighteen shooting, seven rebounds, six offensive rebounds. So very active there. Two assists. Um. Franz is still finding ways to be uh, effective and impactful. Um, his shooting at the rim is starting to come back down to earth. He, he started the year. I have. I don't have the numbers. I think that's something I, I sh- I'll look into. But um, he started the year shooting incredibly well around the basket and at the rim, and now he's starting to kind of slow down in that category. He's starting to kind of he's starting to come back to earth and and shoot kind of a more normal percentage instead of shooting 65, 66, 67, 68 percent at the rim. He's probably shooting like 57, 58%. Um, and so it's imperative for Franz to keep getting to the foul line. Um, Franz with just uh, with five free throws in this game. So that's that really kind of boosts his scoring and makes up for some of his inefficiency. Um, getting to the foul line, he's done a much better job getting to the foul line this year. That's going to be a good element of his game. I'd like to see him add that mid-range game back, uh, you know, a two-dribble pull-up, a one-dribble pull-up, the dark fades that he hasn't been doing as much since the beginning of the season. Um just adding that back into his game is going to open him up to get to the basket a little bit more. So Franz is doing good things still. It's it's he's still very very young. Teams are still loading up a little. Are still defending are still defending him with atten- attention. Um, he's gonna he's creating opportunities for others. So um, overall, I, I I really like what I still like what Franz is doing. You just want to see that efficiency continue. Uh, Mo Wagner continues his strong play. Sixteen points, five for ten, shooting ten rebounds. Again, just struggling a little bit defending at the rim. The pick-and-roll defense was just off by a little bit, but Moe's been very good at that. Um, just just off in this game. Again, just slow feet. It, it, it happens It happens during the course of an NBA season. Terrence Ross off the bench with 14 points. Good to see him get off the schneid, but a lot of that coming in the first half. Really struggled in the second half. Just couldn't get his shots to go down, but the three-point threat is very much needed and very good. Um, Ross, Ross is just able to create shots in a bunch of different ways. Mo Bamba with 11 points off the bench, four for six shooting. Uh, only four rebounds for him, though, uh, is of note. And Admiral Schofield, let's give another shout-out to him. 9.7 rebounds in 13 minutes for Admiral Schofield. The Orlando Magic fall to the Atlanta Hawks, 126-125. to They're outscored in the paint, 62-48. to That's your difference in the game right there, as Orlando's just unable to get to get stops get stops in the paint and and keep Atlanta out of the paint and out of those 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 really good zones. The Magic fight, though, but they're unable to come out with the win. When we come back, we will chat a little bit about what comes next now that the win streak is over, what we learned, and how the Magic can make this win streak matter. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. They've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting info from 
Paolo Bancaro's Rookie of the Year odds to Coach of the Year odds to really anything, the next Magic game, whatever. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So like I said at the top of the show, we knew this win streak was going to end. And look, it was fun. It was great to have all the national media talking about the Orlando Magic uh, for a weekend, saying, oh, this Magic team beat the Celtics. They're on the they're on a six-game win streak. They haven't done that. They haven't done that since 2019. They haven't been on a seven-game win streak since the Dwight age. It, it The win streak was good. Um, no one's going to complain about a long win streak. But this is the reality of the NBA. The games don't stop. The games don't care. Uh, and we knew this win streak was going to end eventually. Um, every win streak does. And so now the next question is the question of maturity is, and poise. What does this team do with this win streak? How does this team respond to a loss? Because the difference between the good teams and the bad teams the bad teams might have a moment a moment of strong play or a moment where everything seems to be working. But then they go back into their shell. Then they go back to being bad. They lose eight of their next eleven or 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 or, or, or something to or nine of their next thirteen or something to that effect. It's the NBA season, you know, players will say you know, focus on each individual game, but the NBA season can really be broken down into these kinds of segments. And as we learned in 2019 when the Magic made that run of the playoffs, you really only need one really good quarter to zoom ahead. The Magic were 20-31, and 31, dead in the water, um, with 22 games remaining. That's not right. Whatever the record was that year. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, 22-9. With 31 games remaining. Yeah, I was right. Okay. With, 30, with 31 games remaining, they're five and a half games out of the final playoff spot. And that was before the play-in tournament, mind you. Um, they were dead in the water, and they went 22-9 and nine over their final 31 games, got to 42 wins, made the playoffs. It's not impossible for, for, for one good quarter to save your season. Just like it's, you know, one bad quarter makes the climb harder, like the Magic just had at the first quarter this season, but doesn't make it impossible for them to still make the playoffs. And, and yeah, the win streak has unlocked that door. The win streak has unlocked the door of, hey, the Magic are at 11 wins, along with the Washington Wizards, two, ga- two wins back, two games back in the win column of the Chicago Bulls, of the Toronto Raptors, for that final playing spot. This win streak enabled us to start looking up at the standings rather than down at them. But, as the team would say, it's not about the other team. I don't care what Chicago's doing right now. It's too early in the season to, 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 be, to be watching other teams' games with the standings in mind. 
I don't care what Toronto's doing. This is still about the magic. So the most important thing that has to come out of this win streak is the next win streak. Is the next stretch of games. Is the ability to take advantage of this soft part of the schedule. If you remember back in August, you could go back into our archives when the schedule came out. We said the most difficult part of the Magic schedule was going to be Thanksgiving to Christmas. It was a bunch of teams that were in the playoffs or playing tournament last year that were projecting to be good this year. Now, maybe they weren't all as good as we thought they'd be, but largely good teams. And we thought this was going to be the trouble spot. This was going to be the part of the season that determined whether the Magic were going to be able to maybe make a sneaky playoff run or we'd know by Christmas whether this team was going to be relegated to the to tanking. Well, here we are. We're at the end of that stretch because the next five, six, seven games, not that, not that any game is a given, but all feel very, very winnable. No offense to these teams, just looking at the standings. The Magic are at the Rockets on Wednesday to close this four-game road trip. They are at they are home versus San Antonio on Friday. They come out of Christmas facing the Los Angeles Lakers, which again, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, very, very good team, uh, but not playing well. They face the Los Angeles Lakers. Then they're at Detroit on a back-to-back. Not easy, but Detroit is, you know, struggling a little bit. Then they get a really big game against Washington before they play the Oklahoma City Thunder and Memphis Grizzlies, I believe, on a back-to-back at the beginning of January. That is what leads us, uh, that is essentially, I think there's a few, I think there's one more game and I don't have the schedule completely memorized yet, but that leads us into the West Coast road trip, the first big West Coast road trip, and I believe it is a California road trip. To say the least then, this is this is the stretch where the Magic have to run up the score a little bit, for, for, for lack of a better phrase to put it. This win streak was good. It taught them, it it gave the Magic that winning feeling. It showed them the process by which they have to play to win games. It gave them something they could repeat, and they did repeat, to win games over and over and over, to win games consistently. But now that streak is over. Now those good vibes are gone. Now you have a loss sitting sitting on you to ponder and wonder, what can we do better next time? And the question for this young team is whether that loss brings back all the doubt, all the all the 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 problems that led to the nine-game losing streak, or whether that loss is going to galvanize this team, or frankly just be a loss and be like, whatever, we know what we have to do. We're going to go out there and win it. I've been saying this after every game on the win streak. Because every game on this win streak showed us something different about this Magic team. You know, the, the win over the Clippers showed us their resiliency and their determination to end that streak. The game against the Raptors showed their ability to bounce back and, and take a hit uh, and, and still come out on top. The second game against the Raptors showed their ability to kind of grind out an ugly game and and and, and put, put their foot down and win it. Um, the game against the Hawks showed what they do when they're firing on all cylinders. The game against the Celtics showed that they could take that on the road. The second game against the Celtics showed the fire and determination they have to win. And after every one of those games, I asked, okay, we learned this little, this little thing about this team. What carries over, and this is something the teams talk about, what carries over 
And then, what new challenge is this team going to be presented with? How is this team going to face that next challenge? Well, here's the next challenge. Because to me, the most important game right now, I mean, obviously, every, the next game is the most important game, but the most important thing to learn and to see from this Magic team now that this winning streak is over is how do they get it back? And now how do they get it back against an opponent that isn't so easy to get up for? It's easy to get up for Kawhi Leonard and, and the Clippers. It's easy to get up again for the Raptors with what they did to Orlando. It's easy to get up for Jason Tatum and the Celtics. It's easy to get up for Trey Young and the Hawks. No offense to the Rockets, Kevin Porter Jr., Jabari Smith, Jalen Green aren't exactly marquee names. Not that the Magic have marquee names either, although I think Paolo is getting there. This is a game where the Magic have to come in and do their business. And that's going to be the greatest test of maturity of them all. It's not going to be easy. The Rockets are a dangerous team. The Rockets beat Orlando already this season. But that was a game where Orlando was playing really well. Um, they just lost to Sacramento in overtime, but they came out flat against the Rockets team and the Rockets routed them. So this is a test. This is the test to do the next. To do, to, to, to carry over all the things that you did well, understand what worked in the Atlanta game, understand what you have to do better, and then to just go out and do it every single night. The Magic don't need another six-game win streak. I'm not expecting them to win six straight again. But the Magic need to win six of their next 10. Is that too much to ask? Eight of their next 13? The Magic need to start piling up wins. To go through these ups and downs, these swings through the season, not let losses pile up. If we're ready to call this team a winning team, if we're ready to say this team's going to make a play and push or or, 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 or or confirm everything they did over the last two weeks, then they got to start piling up wins. They got to take care of their business. And it doesn't matter what happened in the previous games. It only matters what happens next. And that's where we're at after this win streak. It's to ask ourselves and to wonder and to push for what happens next. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow, follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, I owe you a brief discussion on trade on the trade deadline now that the trade season is officially open. It's been open for a little while. Plus, injury updates. Wendell Carter, potentially back on Friday. Chuma Okeke, out for four weeks after arthroscopic surgery. We'll dive into some of those Plus a whole lot more. We'll see you on our next episode of Lockdown Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, this has been Phil Brosnan Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.